Buck Show, you already know who it is. I am reporting live just before 10 a.m. on this beautiful Sunday morning. Guys, I woke up with some mixed feelings this morning. Now, these feelings could have stemmed from different things, but I had to identify the source, and this is what I always do. So as I was teaching, I have this wonderful student I'm teaching, and we're going over some of the things in terms of my Wheel of Life exercise. If you guys are not no, if you guys don't know about this Wheel of Life exercise, again, there are eight categories of life that needs balance. If you are suffering from imbalance or there is neglect or, you know, obviously negligence happening in one of the categories, you will feel it somewhere. Okay. So, of course, those categories are romantic relationships, personal development, uh, physical environment, fun and hobbies, family and friends, career, health and wealth. So I actually ended up, you know, doing this exercise and I realized, okay, my health had deteriorated because one, my eye, you know, a couple other things that are happening on my throat and near my ear. And I'm like, oh my God. So, okay, I identify the source. And so now I'm coping with it. However, there were three stories that happened yesterday. Now I invited one of my uh, friends over, ex-colleagues over to my condominium. Normally we go to a bar and we have a lot of fun with, you know, different people around us and whatnot. But yesterday came to my place and so we're sitting there. But the thing is, instead of having a vision party for two and a half to three hours and having that feeling of comfortability, I was constantly picking at my eye because of course have a problem with that. But of course it's getting better. But it was stories that bothered the hell out of me. So let me give you story number one. So story number one, of course, at this ex job that I've worked at, the lady who was so two faced, okay, she told him that straightforward, right to his face, she said, Well, Nelson, I cannot bring, of course, uh, your friend back because he's black. The students don't want a black teacher. So, of course, you guys hearing this story before, you guys are like, oh, my God, is that really happening? That happens in Thailand? Yes. Okay, this probably happens all over Asia except in Central Asia. Of course, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Mongolia doesn't happen often. But in Eastern Asia, Southeast Asia, it's very disgusting. It's very difficult to be a teacher as a colored man. So when I heard that, I'm like, well, yes, she and that company pinpointed everything I've always believed about that company. When I first went into the interview, the guy by the name of Upham, he interviewed me. He was like, just to let you know, there's some racism that goes, you know, goes around here. And he was pointing to, of course, that particular manager, the woman that actually gave him the com comment. So when I heard that story, boom. That level of comfortability and went down because now all my attention units are on something that I have no control over. The circle of concern is something that's already completely dead and I don't care about. And so obviously there's another guy. He actually gave me the other situation. He was at a bar. He was with some friends. And of course, it's an open air bar near, of course, the place I used to live. Next thing you know, this old British guy that looked like a sex tourist went up to him and he started saying, you're a scammer. You're a scammer. Let me look at your phone. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? You're a scammer. He literally went up to the black man and, and my friend and started saying such harsh words. And so when I hear this second story, I'm like, well, you know what? This is pinpointed and painted the picture. I've always thought about the sex tourists and the guys who are over 50 who escape here because they're escaping their old problems back in their native country. So after these two stories, it's kind of like, okay, I see what's happening right now. Um, we're kind of going around in a circle. Um, I'm not going to feel any better. I'm going to start complaining about it even more. 
um, I'm going. I'm probably going to think about it for the rest of the day, or probably for the next two days. And now this is going to drop my defenses, and it's going to bring to me more situations that I used to bring into my life before. However, that is a lost and for, it is a thought form of reality of how people saw it or how people see it. See, my goal, obviously, to move here to Bangkok was to get away from all that. But because, of course, my friend came back over, he gave me some stories and whatnot. And he gave me another story in terms of, of course, a white Canadian teacher who is a woman. She ended up going for a job interview to this Thai guy. It was an office. They had a website, everything. She ended up selling all her stuff. She gave him money to get the work permit and the visa. Okay, $300. And you know what? Within the next five days, that business was no longer in business. That website was gone. All the messages were deleted. She was no longer in the line group. Everything had disappeared. That guy took that money and ran. See, when you hear stories such as these, and they're not, of course, stories of inspire, you know, inspiration, or they're not, you know, talking about these beautiful projects or these things that they're working on, or just being grateful, and we're focusing more on the negative and things that we have no control over. Your energy level and everything goes down. And you know what? Everything that I've always thought of as, of course, you know, Thailand being Thailand, it starts to come back. All those nasty feelings that I wanted to kick to the curb a very long time ago, they come back and they come back in swarms. So when you guys are dealing with negative energy and negative people and whatnot, it sucks because, of course, the negative people could be your friends. And if they're your friends, it's kind of like, damn, am I just going to dump off my friend because he normally just complains, complains, complains? Well, you know what? I had to do that with my family. I had to dump my family because they constantly complained. They were never grateful or anything. They weren't, at, they weren't hungry about getting better at life. Nothing. So as much as I love this guy, there's no way I could probably meet him until maybe next year. Just so I could say, listen, you've been in that area. He said he went to... Hong Kong on a holiday, and it was really, really difficult for him to go to Hong Kong, obviously, on a holiday because they ended up saying, oh, so what are you doing here? And they had to check for 30 minutes. They had to check this African guy's visa to see if everything was real. Oh, it's just I don't want to hear about those stories because, of course, that could be a one out of a million. I am aware that things like that are happening in the world, and I have no control over it. And I don't want to put my energy into it. I don't want to focus on it because the more I focus on it, the more of it comes back. And so when he told me this story, and of course a number of stories, after that I just didn't want to do anything for the rest of the day. What could have been a very productive day, and of course I'm just a little bit under the weather, turned out to be just a very negative day. And of course it loopholed into today because I didn't ask myself for forgiveness. You see what I mean? Dealing with this man, guys, it's hard because some of your friends... Um, they could be, you know, they're wonderful people. You've known them for the longest, this, that. There's so many things, right, that have you, that come into place in terms of friendships and whatnot. But when it comes to people giving you stories that have no impact on your life and they're just going to make you feel even worse and worse and worse, what's the whole point, right? So what do you guys do? What can you do? What can you do right now? What can you take away from this podcast? You're going to have to start distancing yourself from these people, unfortunately. These people could be your family members. They could be some of your best friends, your colleagues, this, that. That's exactly what I've been going through over 10 years of my life. And, of course, the most notable being three years ago uh, while I was living, of course, in um, that nasty area where my friend is. 
my colleagues were consistently, you know, getting the line, uh, line IDs, basically these IDs and these phone numbers of these young girls between 18 and 21. They're 45 to like 70, and they're, you know, having sex with them behind closed doors. And it's easy for them. Why? Because they are Anglo in a country where they are praised heavily. But that's none of my business, and I don't give a damn. I'm saying it just because, yes, I know I'm aware of this. I've been aware of this for five years, but I don't want to be around that anymore. I can't be around that energy anymore. That's the past. It's done. It's history. It's archived. I got to let it go. So sometimes you just got to cut people loose. Now, I love my brother like that, but the thing is, next month, okay, September, October, normally we don't talk on phone often or whatnot. So what I'm going to do, of course, is just send him voice messages, just sharing as much positivity and love with him as I possibly can so he could snap out of it. Um, but in terms of meeting up, maybe December or New Year's Eve and, you know, have a drink saying, hey, look, look at me now. Look what's happening now. Everything is just so amazing. So what are you going to do, my brother? You know what I mean? It's time to distance. You can make them aware saying, hey, you know what? It just seems like you keep attracting to you nasty situations. What are you going to do about it now, though? You could do that or you could do a couple other things. You could say, hey, you know what? I'm just instead of talking to them four times a week, I'm going to talk to them two times a week. Okay, if those conversations aren't that good, I would reduce it to one time a week and send them a message saying, hey, listen, you are a very negative person. It dawns on my conscious and I don't want that to be part of my subconscious anymore. So, I'm, you know, you don't have to tell them that you could just keep that to yourself. All right. There are a number of things um, you could even seek guidance, even like, you know, figure out what Lisa Nichols thinks about it by putting her name in on YouTube or look at Tony Robbins or this or that. And of course. Gary V says, man, it's all about dropping that loser friend. Drop a loser friend and add a winner. Now, I, am I telling him that he's a loser friend? No, he is very, he's, a great, he's a great guy. He's a great teacher. But the thing is, when you're around loser people, loser company, and, every, and all losers and a loser-ass school and a bunch of loser-ass teachers, everything about your life just becomes one big loss. Got to get the hell out of there. And so that is my message to you guys today. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Stay tuned for more. We got an interview that is approaching later on. So as always, this is your host, the main man, Arsenio, over and out.